Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Joe spoke no English, but he had a dream And he saved up most of his pay To bring his wife and six kids from Lebanon And settle down here to stay You could feel the prison of his loneliness Cause he wouldn't see them for years He kept brandy behind the compressed air tanks And he gulped it when the coast was clear Nick the Greek collected tropical fish But he had to be a character too so he smuggled in piranha just to break the law And he fed him on kangaroo And Bob's pride was his handlebar moustache And he said he still combed out sand Pushed a tank through the Sahara Desert So they made him the leading hand Ah-ah-ah, the summer night shifts were long and cold And Charlie Jane smoked cigars Young David sweated in his speckled paint mask As he gazed out at the stars Crazy Charlie was a Yugoslav, his old straight-eight Chevy could move. His ambition was to live on a hippie commune when Dave told him about free love. Fred had been a farmer and a heavyweight champion, hands like a stump jump plow. Move the earth with a thrust of his arm, he was loading on the paint line now. Ah, ha, ha, the boys made a noise every Friday night at the bar of the Hilton Hotel. Downing pints and chewing the fat till only room until the foreman came and hiding his shame with a cough he said they're cutting back down to one shift now they're gonna have to lay you off their anger was spent in a rush of fire and then smouldered out of mind when they shook hands on that last great day each was in his way resigned and a few days later I saw old Joe when he looked he like he'd aged ten years dread on the tiles of the state hotel and he couldn't hold back the tears ah ah and he talked of his crawling heavyweight belts I remember what he'd said there's no giving up 
The Liberals have decided to oppose the bill. There was a slim hope, I suppose, that um, they um, uh, may have abstained, but they have been sadly bombarded by those who would oppose the bill, as have other crossbenchers, um, possibly. I suppose Labor Party upper house MPs as well. I should say crossbenchers in the upper house. Um, so that's the big one. Um, of course, we are still confident of getting the minimum 21 out of 40 votes. Let's go through that again. 18 Labor, Fiona Patton of Reason Party, but she has also been bombarded I, I, um, from all reports. Um, the um, Greens representative and, of course, the amazing Andy Medic um, with Trans Child. But there are still five or six um, sort of um, people on the rest of the crossbench, and that's where they can come in. But first things first, got to remember to do self-care. I know we all want to look after and do something for our communities, and whether we be directly identifying as trans and gender diverse or part of the whole rainbow or family members, but you can't do anything if you're really under the weather or, heaven forbid, not here. So please do self-care. Let's try to do um, find any useful learnings from the process of the postal survey in 2017 where we saw quiffobia but particularly transphobia, well, what we thought was going to be an all-time high, and yet, of course, it seems like it's still happening. And... Um, you know, one of the things that happened in that process was, of course, people disengaged off social media. And I think that, um, you know, we need to be careful. So for those posting about the, the events of birth certificates, and I'll also get to religious discrimination law in a second, um, play on the side of cautionary content warnings, I suppose. But most of all, if you see a, um, a trans person um, looking a bit down, do the are you okay, etc. in a very sincere way. Maybe just keep an eye on people from a distance, even if you don't see that they're down. First things first. And the number for switchboard as part of QLife around Australia, one eight hundred one eight four five two seven. I'm here to get some information in the next um, 48 hours or so, which I'll post on my page and the Out of the Pan page on Facebook. But please take lots of care out there. So once you have, to use the analogy, put your oxygen mask on and um, then assisted those around you, um, it, well, I hope it doesn't get that bad, but, you know, we could have a bumpy ride. What can you do? Things what you can do, as I like to say. Well, there are things what you can do, and as I mentioned, the upper house crossbenchers who are yet to state their position, to my knowledge, if they have, um, well, we'll see about that when it comes to it. But I don't believe that the other five or six have. So we'd urge you to get in contact with them and urge them to affirm um, that it's you know, a really positive thing to support the bill when it gets to the upper house. It's due to go through to the lower house this week and there are events you can attend on Tuesday when the bill starts its more detailed debate and then on Wednesday um, as well. And um, so... Um, watch out on social media for those. I think it's Tuesday and Wednesday, one o'clock, but um, come back to that shortly. Um, but very much, yeah, um, be there if you can. But yeah, looking for those Victorian Legislative Council MPs, why does the spreadsheet always want to go away when um, you are needed? Um, spreadsheets, said the accountant. Um, so in the northern metro region, I'll just focus on people other than Labor or Liberal National. 
while the two who were committed, Samantha Ratnam of Greens and Fiona Patton of Reason. Eastern Metro, um, we have Rod Barton of Transport Matters, um, and that sounds like a fair thing. Um, in the Southern Metro region, the fifth member is David Limbrick of the Liberal Democrats. Now, I'd urge people, I know people might be put off by David Linehelm, who's in the federal parliament. There's a range of Liberal Democrats, so give it a shot. Southern Metro, um, Clifford Hayes, Sustainable Australia. Um, and you've got to remember that in some of the micro parties, they may not have a detailed policy on everything. So you've got to get, it's worth giving them a crack. Over in Western Metro, you've got um, Kashalia, uh, sorry, I beg your pardon, um, Catherine Cumming, who's an independent, who I think was the one who started out with the um, Hinch Party. In Northern Victoria Regional, you have Tanya Maxwell for the Justice, for Justice Party and Tim Quilty, who's Liberal Democrat. In Eastern Victoria, you've got Jeff Borman of Shooters, Farmers and Fishers. Now, I'm, I've got an interesting story about that, which I'm going to share with you. Uh, many years ago, I was called to a roundtable on policing in general, not just LGBTI. And there was all sorts of people there, the Catholic Schools Commission, the Insurance Board, and goodness knows what else. And there was a guy from a similar party, the Sporting Shooters Association. And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm a trans woman sitting here with someone like that. And he said something that stuck in my head. He was you know, very critical of police, saying there's too many police who have a, think they've got a stripe on their arm when all you want is a fair go. And I thought I was probably going to say the same thing. Our relationships between trans and police at that point, 2004, were not fabulous. So don't just think that because someone's from the shooters, fishers and farmers or similar, that they're going to be a macho bloke. They could be just someone who wants a fair go. Always remembered that. Um, and then in Western Regional Victoria, of course, Andy Menick um, from Animal Justice and Stuart Grimley from Justice. So work out which upper house seat you're in. It's probably relatively easy. And give these, well, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, um, seven a go. But also contact people like Fiona Patton, Samantha Ratnam, the Labor upper house people. In the words of the immortal Oswald Q. Ostrich from the 1970s and 80s, it's nice to say thank you, thank you, Daryl, thank you, Ozzy. It's nice to support those people. So, yeah, you've got, um, as I say, five or six, um, about eight other crossbenchers you can contact, um, depending on which um, electorate you're in. So, And also, yeah, to um, give a, a woohoo to people like Samantha and Fiona and Andy um, for their support and just get, keep them boosted as well. We're going to have to work through this together. And we can. Obviously, you know, feel comfortable to say whatever you might about your personal story as a trans or gender diverse or family member. Um, and, um, you know, if you are, if people do ask you questions about things which we might know are malarkey, such as bathrooms, you know, you can point out that, for example, fundamentalist Christians have admitted they're a lie or that most of the cry wolf chicken little things that they say are going to happen when trans people get either birth certificate or anti-discrimination reform will have never happened. Things like that. It's not that hard, but try to remain calm. And I'm, I'm not going to say, and I don't think we have to all the time, this idea that minority groups have to be 100% polite and restrained when we're told we're something like pedophiles, not on. But yeah, um, try to politely contact these people. Um, as I say, we don't know where they stand. We don't, can't assume anything um, from their part, what they've said. We will find out in due course because the more of them we can get on side, that one, two, three, four, five, six, um, seven, eight um, other crossbenchers, it will make it look a lot better. Now, the other thing that I'm getting goss on 
Um, not quite confirmed, so I'm going to be more cautious on this, as there may be an announcement this week at a national level on the so-called religious discrimination bill. And I think we have to expect that it's hardly going to be ideal for LGBTIQ player A plus people. And so again, take care on that and then be ready for that one in the next few weeks. Hopefully more on that one next week. We've got some things to do. But again, I would reassure people that I think we are in a more solid position than three years ago, read the birth certificates. So let's just make sure we lock it in. We're going to have to put the effort in to make sure we lock it right in, even though the Liberals and Nationals are opposing it. All right, Um, there is the hard stuff for the day. We are, well, if we don't fight, we'll lose. But if we do fight, um, we've at least got a chance of winning to vote, quote, red gum. People, other, another group is constantly striving for fairness and they are um, um, First Nations peoples. And I once again want to play this track from James Williams that I played two weeks ago, um, Voice Treaty Truth. I've got it right in the right order this time, I think. And um, then I'll come back and be talking with Jess about the Transgender Victoria We Deserve project. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
hard part My fellow Australians The part that you have to consume The lies you've been told In your whitewash history These lies they will make you assume But we have been killed Our languages destroyed The goal of British was genocide My elders, the warriors They fought the invaders For country They fought and died Let's not forget Boys, treat truth Let's work Butler from Astronomy Class. You're tuned to 3CR on 855am or 3cr.org.au. If you like what you hear, please subscribe. Keep community radio alive. Peace. Enjoy. Most LGBTIQ people experience positive, intimate, and family relationships. However, like cisgendered heterosexual people, some LGBTIQ people experience abuse and violence in their relationships. With Respect is a new family violence service for LGBTIQ plus Victorians, providing counselling and recovery programs for victims and survivors of family violence and help for people using violence who want to stop. With Respect is a partnership between queer Space, Thorn Harbour Health, Switchboard Victoria and Transgender Victoria. For more information, visit withrespect.org.au or call 1-800-542-847. With Respect is not a crisis service. If you need immediate help, call 000. A 3CR supporter. Absolutely. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital. 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon till one, Australian Eastern Um on each or most Sunday afternoons, except when we take our four weeks annual leave with loading, 17.5% of um, zero because we're volunteers of volunteers. Anyway, nothing of the sort. Um, you also heard a message in there about the LGBTIQ family violence with respect, which emerged out of the need for inclusive services from the Family Violence Royal Commission, and then taking a step forward, a project that's emerged out of there, which hits a climax this week. Um, um, also um, in partnership with Transgender Victoria, declaring my interest in that, is called We Deserve. And on the line to talk about We Deserve and the launch in particular is the fabulous Jess. Jess, welcome to 3CR. Thank you for having me, Sally. A pleasure, although I think you're no stranger to 3CR from memory from all your <laughs> community um, input. Um, pro- I'm sure you've been on the, um, the st- on the station somewhere before, I would have thought, I would have guessed. <laughs> I've been on the radio a couple of times, yes. Yeah, I thought you might have been doing, as you've done in a previous endeavour, doing lots of great work at the for LG, um, queer workers, but you've been queer working away on another project called We Deserve, um, which fits under the umbrella of, L, of Rainbow Family Violence. Tell us a little about it, um, the overview first. Yes, of course. Um, as you've heard, um, 
we are an amazing project that is looking into the primary prevention of family and domestic violence where trans and gender diverse relationships are present. And this really all has kind of come from a place of, yes, the Royal Commission, but a further understanding that intersectionality plays a huge impact on family and domestic violence. And we really need to get down to the core of what are these unique issues that are facing the communities, how does violence manifest, and then how we should be addressing it appropriately. Yep, all, all good thoughts. And you, you hit, you touch on something there, um, that this is a preventative program. So this is, you know, yes, we need to make sure um, family violence services, including intimate partner violence, are inclusive of all people, including mm-hmm. queer people. But this is looking at prevention, which is a different approach and is important and so so right that you've touched on intersectionality. I, you know, I mean, I acknowledge that I'm a trans and bi person and that can face challenges, but I also acknowledge I'm a white, middle class, mm. middle cohort of age, never had a, uh, been incarcerated, always had a roof over my head. There's lots of privileges, educated, mm-hmm. um, you know, that sort of thing, at least have solid part-time work. Um, you know, there's lots of privilege in there. And of course, some people who sadly face multi, you know, whilst of course all diversity is awesome, society doesn't see it that way at times. So it's really important that we cover that. So um, let's drill through the We Deserve project. Um, What did it do and what perhaps what did it uncover and where are we going to head are some questions we could all ask. So just go through the details of it in plain language um, over the course of this project as it reaches its climax um, this week. Yes. So the project has gone for uh, a little bit over 12 months, um, if I'm recalling correctly off the Mm -hmm. top of my head. And it has really founded at its core a co-design model. So we have worked very closely to the trans and gender diverse community, undertaken substantial focus groups and interviews with the community and been led through an advisory board um, from the community as well. And what we have found is that we are at the starting point of really getting deep into identifying how people define relationships within their community, how those relationship structures are fostered and held dearly. And we're also creating an understanding that people in the community need language and tools to identify what a respectful and deserving relationship looks like without compromise and without having to deal with tension and issues of violence. Yep. No, that's a really important one. And I mean, it's probably worth mentioning um, how the name We Deserve came about, which came out of the first advisory group meeting. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it really came down to a lot of what has happened. And We Deserve is the fundamental underpinning. It is what people in the trans and gender diverse community deserve, and they deserve healthy, respectful, and loving relationships. And that's where the name came from. Yeah, the sad report from that first advisory committee is people struggled, if not largely, then totally, to even imagine what respectful relationships of Mm. all sorts would look like, which, you know, is a, you know, I mean, it's a sad but realistic statement of where we're at, and we've got to acknowledge it, but the thing that we're 
doing that is being done here is an effort at turn, you know, um, giving people a positive, <coughs> excuse me, alternative, and you know, sort of um, trying to model that. So um, the, th- the thing that happened there was extensive focus groups and research for the first half of the project. Is was there anything that really leapt out on that one? I think the things that really leapt out was two major kind of points that really resonated with me as well. And that the first one I mentioned briefly was this idea of compromise, this whole concept of how much does one have to compromise about their identity to obtain a respectful relationship. And it's a bit of a paradox, the whole concept that you have to compromise something about yourself to Mm. receive something that's respectful they both don't align. So really hearing the stories from the um, the community about where they've compromised just to try to attain something is really heartbreaking. Yeah. And the other notion that really kind of resonated was the moments of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who are listening to this, if they're trans or diverse or they're questioning, they can relate to the moments of vulnerability in their lives, such as coming out for the first time and how those moments can create tension or potential hardship, especially if people aren't equipped with the correct tools or have the correct language to use in those moments. Yeah, no, it is It is really important. And a couple of things come to mind for me here and... Um, I remember reading a report, I think I've still got um, the um, the paper version from the 90s in my garage somewhere, and one day I'll archive it properly, uh, but a bit sad, it was a report that trans and gender diverse people often felt coerced into having unsafe sex because they're of the shortage of people willing to be in any sort of relationship in the first place, which of course sadly can increase the risk of HIV and um, sexually transmitted infections. But, you know, sort of I hear stories, for example, of trans and gender diverse people who don't, in inverted commas, very big, look male or female enough. So the partner says, well, I want a relationship with you, but we can't be seen in public together, which is um, a bit sad. So they're the sort of range of things that sadly can happen when it's not so good. And so how does, um, what's the means and perhaps a little bit of detail, a teaser, if you like, of how people, of how this um, We Deserve tried to turn things around? Yes. So one of the most underpinning um, feedbacks that we received from the community was they wanted to see positive representation of respectful and deserving relationships. So after some further consultation, we have decided to start putting together um, the first stages of a primary prevention tool, which is a collection of three different short videos, some vignettes as we call them, um, showing aspects of moments where tension or violence could potentially occur, but showing positive resolution and realistic um, expectations of what could happen in those moments, um, providing people a visual representation of what does navigating those moments really look like. Yeah, which shows that it can, you know, it can happen positively. Yes, there might be the proverbial bumps on the road, so to speak, but um, that, um, yeah, that they, they can, it can sort of turn out in a more positive way. Yeah, which is really, really important because, well, to use the obvious um, play on words, we deserve it. Um, <laughs> So, yep, um, 
very, very um, important. And so there's a couple of events this week. There's one on Tuesday, which is more aimed at service providers, but for our trans and gender diverse communities, families, allies, partners, friends, um, there's a night coming up this Friday. Yes, there is. So this Friday, uh, down at Library at the Dock in Docklands, uh, the doors will be opening at 5 o'clock for a 5.30 start. Uh, we'll have some food available as well. Uh, if you are transgender diverse or questioning, um, if you're a loved one or would like to go and support uh, a partner, or if you come from a beautiful rainbow family or, uh, where you have children who are transgender diverse, we encourage all of you plus the broader community to come and be part of that beautiful, realistic representation in these videos and be part of a beautiful facilitated conversation where we can really have that community sense of what do you deserve and what does that look like? Absolutely. We, you know, we, we do deserve. And um, so, yep, that's 107 Victoria Harbour Promenade at Library at the Dock. Um, transport, there's tram 30 or 48 from the CBD and Victoria Harbour Dockland Station, 130 metres away. Um, what is the stop? Um, kilometre from Southern Cross on the train. There's some possibly some two-hour parking if you get there just at the right time. Um, sort of say between 4.30 and 5 and then you'll be right till 6.30 and there is a big car park at, um, down on the end of Burke Street. Um, there's gender neutral wheelchair accessible bathroom facilities. Um, there'll be access for those who need it to the upper level performance space, Auslan. Um, and there's also a quiet room, said the HSP. But, um, um, you know, it's, um, but if you do have needs um, and you want to get along, you can um, register. How do we? How do we? How do people register? I should ask if yeah, they want to go. So <laughs> we encourage people to register, as what Sally said, to make sure that we are catering for everyone's accessibility needs, and to obviously keep you in the loop with future projects or events that happen. To register, all you need to do is jump onto Facebook yeah. and go to our Facebook page. We deserve. And there you'll be able to see all the information for both the sector night and the community night. Absolutely. The sector um, event is um, on Tuesday, but the, com the community one on Friday night, um, August the 16th. And yes, yeah, um, so op um, doors open 5.30. And yeah, look, um, well, definitely on here with every hat on, so to speak, I'll be there. So um, very exciting um, to see this happen. Um, and yeah, there's if you have questions that um, on that event page, um, Theatre of the Deserving Bracket Community Night Close Bracket, um, you can get in touch with the hardworking Christy as part of the TGV team. Pronouns say them. And I forgot to ask you yours on air, so we should do this, even though it's very belated. Um, Jess, which pronouns do you use, if any? <laughs> they, them, and she, her, please. There we go. So you'll no doubt see Jess on uh, Friday night if you're there, and now you know which pronouns Jess uses. Right. <laughs> I had too much on my mind this morning. Um, I forgot to introduce mine in the intro. Sally Goldner, she, her. Um, I think I need another coffee. All right. Seriously, um, it is. this is, you know, um, it's a very exciting project. There hasn't been a lot of work done on trans and gender diverse family violence. Um, you know, also we should add there will be counselling type of people on hand in case anyone is um, triggered, so to speak. So it will be very safe and inclusive in lots of ways. But if you have needs or questions, get in touch. 
Jess, thanks for your time on a Sunday to have a chat about it. Um, very much appreciated. And Thank you well, for having me. An absolute pleasure. And, well, um, Friday night, be there. See you soon. Bye, Jess. Bye. Jess from Transgender Victoria, once again declaring my interest as um, given my various involvements in Transgender Victoria, talking about the We Deserve Project. Um, very, very exciting. There's been, you know, sort of only marginal research into cisgender gay and cisgender lesbian family violence. Uh, and I should have given a content warning beforehand, um, but we only did mention it, I suppose. And I do apologise, though, even on that one, given that we're entering into a bit of a challenging period. But I suppose the counter to the challenging things that I spoke about in the opening segment is that there is work like this being done to make life um, better at the grassroots for trans and gender diverse people and loved ones, and that is um, that is awesome. Um, actually, there's a WWE chant that goes, we deserve it, clap, 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 clap. All right, um, let's, um, we'll be more WWE references before the end of the show, remind me. All right, have a breather and... Um, Check in um, with some more news shortly. But in the meantime, let's have a listen to a track. I've been catching up on all the um, um, big MP, um, big iTunes things that I bought. Um, you know, they're called CDs for those who remember them. I'm an oldie. And here's a track which is very appropriate for Melbourne's weather from the Paul Kelly and the Merry Soul Sessions album, um, Hasn't It Rained? 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au. 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, out of the pan with um, Sally. First broadcasting, noon till one, every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. And thanks to Jess again from Transgender Victoria for taking the time to have a chat about the We Deserve Project. A reminder that um, apart from that declaration of interest, all opinions on this show are my own. Um, well, I've got to come back to the issues we raised and one more. Um, and that, um, once again, um, in relation to the birth certificate laws, just a few other comments. I find it interesting that the Liberals, a party, let's go through this here, a party at this, um, which has had so many concerns about equal representation of women suddenly aligns itself with feminists. Um, Liberal Party feminist credentials, I think, has to be the oxymoron of the century so far. Um, and, you know, also let's remember that guy who used to be in Parliament until a few months ago, Tony Abbott, who still thinks men have a right to demand sex from women. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, all that sort of thing. And on the religious front, let's get something clear. Um, minority religions need protection. Um, you know, pe- you know, how many times do we hear people have a go at, say, Wiccan and Pagan type faiths? And if someone's doing that, it makes them feel good. Then what's the hassle? Um, you know, um, similarly, um, we're well aware of the amount of Islamophobia that can happen. And of course, we've seen a rise in anti-Semitism here in what always used to be a pretty good place um, in terms of not having that in Melbourne in the last few months with anti-Semitic graffiti, etc. Um, so certainly smaller religions need protection from vilification and religious beliefs. Um, and of course, Wiccan and Pagan, uh, yes, that was there before Judeo-Christianity, but you know, people just um, link it automatically to daily horoscopes, and I've heard outright religious vilification of that on um, commercial media. Where else? Um, on the um, other front this week, um, yeah, and I just happened to do something very silly, flip through the papers today, um, the person, one of the people who attended the right-wing conference here in Australia this week, um, um, Peter Credlin, has a column about the fantastic um, policy by Cricket Australia to allow inclusion of trans and diverse people in cricket. And, of course, um, Peter uses the old, um, the census put the number of trans Australians at a tiny percentage. Um, yeah, I'd like to see you um, use that analogy in relation to saying, well, we don't care about anti-Semitism, Peter. So these are the anal- um, these are points that transfer over to the birth certificate debate. It's only a small number of people, which doesn't matter anyway. Let's treat people with respect and be inclusive. Um, and of course, goes on and makes sarcastic remarks about um, you know sort of um, birth certificate reforms in Tasmania, and um, and. Um, Peter then goes on to vilify trans women, in my opinion. Um, we're throwing away gains in grassroots cricket, opening up female, quote, um, and content warning here, female competitions to men who wake up one day and say they're women. Peter, you come and talk to trans and gender diverse people, trans men, trans women, and gender diverse and non-binary, and find out the person who just wakes up and says, oh, I'm so-and-so today. That is vilification, and it's that sort of vilification that continually denies our experience is not appropriate. And, well, you were Tony Abbott's assistant, so, um, you know, we can't um, go on there. So, um, and as for Scott Morrison's bizarre comments, well, who cares? But um, seriously, we ha- this is the sort of thing we're going to have to watch out for and beware of in these debates um, in the next 
um, few weeks in particular on the birth certificate laws and on the state front. Yes, have an opinion, but what happened to things like taking responsibility for your opinions? You know, I'm thinking about consequences. No, that's right, individual freedom, which is grossly misinterpreted to just mean do and say whatever you want without regard for truth, law or anyone else. Yep, um, that's the sort of nonsense we will hear um, when it comes to um, debates about minorities. Of course, the other classic that could come up... um, Following on from the show that I did um, about, or the topic I discussed about why some people don't like cisgender, well, it's interesting how people go crook at language that are used in rainbow communities or other minority communities, um, yet they're very quick to have changes of language in, say, computers like bite and mouse. I have a mouse on my desk here in the studio at the moment, and no, it doesn't squeak and it doesn't have a tail and it's not being chased by a Sylvester. I thought I tore a pretty cat. No, actually, I didn't. So I don't understand what this nonsense about language is about. Oh, hang on, it could be prejudice. Silly me. So, yeah, watch out for these sort of debates. They're tiresome, they're irritating, they're frustrating, but also we can um, get through them because... um, well, to use that other WWE chant, and there's still going to be one more mention of WWE because we can, um, we are awesome. Clap, 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 clap when it comes to trans and gender diverse people. All right, better have a breather um, with something. Um, what will we do next? We'll have a couple of messages and then come back and talk more about things, what are happening in the community. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, 855am. Visit the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast to hear the most recent recording from each show or 3cr.org.au forward slash streaming to listen live. Words out. Freedom of species has hit the airwaves. Tune in for debates and updates on both local and international animal protection news and events, and learn about how you can live a cruelty free, sustainable lifestyle. News, views, and non leather shoes that's Freedom of Species, 1 pm Sundays on 3CR. Authorised by the last few remaining kangaroos, Canberra. Yep, 3CR, and if you are listening live, of course, only around 12 minutes away from Freedom of Species. And today on the show, um, their guest will be um, someone who um, is very well versed in the topics of interest, and that's Dr. Reem LaSalle's from the Australasian Animal Studies Association, amongst other hats. Not sure if Reem will be wearing that hat, so to speak. Um, but um, could well be. So one of the many great guests and well-informed guests that um, come on to all the shows on 3CR. Just keep it locked on. Um, Two o'clock and psychedelia. And, of course, talking harm minimisation and three, another great queer program, Queering the Air, um, from a youth queer perspective. Um, All ages welcome. Um, things what are coming up in the community well, as I say a busy week on the sort of political front and once again if you are um, um, sort of experiencing difficulty queue life around Australia including switchboard here in Victoria 1800 184 527 a great article there were two great articles yesterday in um, the 
the Saturday paper, that is what it's called, not just one of the two papers owned by um, Fairfax, or what is it? I'm going to say Fairfax. I can't bring myself to say what the new owner is, and Murdoch. Um, you know, um, but a the paper called the Saturday paper won a challenging one and content warning this time on LGBTI mental health, including uh, mention of suicide, but one that we need to talk about and what people are facing. Um, well, most of the, under, the sort of underlying issues, but of course how things are going up. And sadly, um, you know, sort of that um, find councils at switchboard when things um, ramp up like the postal survey or during the recent debate about a certain, well, currently not playing rugby player, um, callers just getting abused by right-wing people, and that is switchboard counsellors getting abused by right-wing callers. Now, that's not on. In the past, there have been incidents, for example, where threatening letters have been written to LGBTI churches, and there was also um, a right-wing um, visit um, to this station. Interesting how the um, debates about freedom of media and freedom of religion suddenly disappear when it's so-called lefties being under attack, hey? Um, you know, we wouldn't want um, consistency, would we? So, yeah, um, Freedom of Species at 2 with uh, 1 o'clock following this show with um, Dr. Reem LaSalle's in Psychedelia and Queering Near and, of course, on queer programming specifically. Don't forget In Your Face from 4 till 5 with James. I've got to say also, um, I, I love doing this show and, um, well, there are bad ones where I um, forget to get the coffee or something, but I've got to say that... Um, I just loved chatting with Nikki Vavika last week. I mean, what a classic example of where trans people can move forward. I mean, hearing about how creative she was. There was a good thread on Twitter um, where a trans person asked for allies to name a fave trans person, which is happening, but I had to um, put my... um, sort of say that, you know, there's lots of good trans people around there. Well, you know, um, just because you're trans doesn't mean you're good or bad. You can still have your shortcomings as a person. And, um, well, listen to country and Western music. No, I didn't say that either. Um, Things what are coming up um, in the community, the poly discussion group on this Tuesday, the trans anxiety group on Wednesday, um, polyvic.org.au for poly, um, the trans anxiety group group coordinator, no hyphens or anything, at tgv.org.au. But the event takes place um, around quarter to seven on Wednesday evening in Carlton. Bent QTV and Bent TV this Friday night and for the Kingsters provocation. Um, so, um, yeah, lots of good things happening this week. And just checking through my events, I think we might be getting close to the rally against um, religious freedoms in Melbourne. I know the one in Sydney was on, and I know today I think there's some banner painting happening um, and stuff and stuff. Um, and... Um, um, yeah, not, sorry, I haven't quite got that one. No, sorry, it's not for a few weeks, um, but we'll pl- plonk it in for Saturday the 31st of August. So just under three weeks away is the State Library protest, protest religious exemptions bill, no right to discriminate. So yes, yeah, just under three weeks away. It would have been three weeks yesterday as we broadcast live. Um, yep, so as I say, please take care out there, the other article I forgot to mention in the Saturday paper, which was um, sensational, um, was um, one on, well, not so sensational in terms of what it spoke about, but really the fact that it did was um, the sort of influence of right-wing types um, and those sorts of things. So, yep, need to pull that one out as well. Um, 
so yeah, lots happening this week. Um, a busy week. Um, and just um, trying to catch up on other news. Um, as I say, the um, I had a great, I've got to say, I had a great um, a week um, this week um, on Friday um, in particular um, was part of a panel discussion at the Women's, Royal Women's Hospital on trans and gender diversity. There were about 180 people in the room, but in terms of watching live or later on on a video, 1,000 people and um, a whole range of healthcare workers in their suits and their scrubs, so to speak. And we all know that healthcare is a critical factor and sometimes doesn't happen in the best possible way for trans and gender diverse people. And the fact that there was that much interest has been a huge um, thread on Twitter. I think that's an incredibly welcome start and we can start getting the proverbial feet in the door, so to speak, um, which is much needed. And um, it was very pleasing to see that. Now, earlier in the show, I played... James Williams' truth treaty voice, and now I can finally announce, and I'm not going to do it too much over the next five weeks or so, that yours truly, well, come along, along with James, well, not so much in James's case, but you can come along in my case and find out why this is a face for radio, because yes, the Fringe Festival launch happened on Friday night, and um, uh, yours truly is in a show, goodness me, um, on opening night at Fringe, um, the 12th of... Um, uh, September, um, Thursday, called Tickets on Myself, um, which is a, a bit of a reclaim, um, organised by Jackie Pillar, has James Williams in it, um, Kath Duncan, who's well known, whole range of diverse people. It's sort of more um, activist comedy, so right in the ballpark of Fringe. And I've got to say, the, there was a fantastic um, um, rundown, and you can check out the Fringe, the launch of Fringe. I've popped a link on a couple of posts on my own personal Facebook page, there are 125 trans and gender diverse, known trans and gender diverse people across all the participants this year, and I think that's sensational. Um, but also lots of great stuff for Indigenous, deaf, disabled, many others. Fantastic um, um, didgeridoo player to open proceedings. Um, yeah, so the link um, there's a post from about 11 o'clock yesterday on my Facebook page where you can and a comment under where you can see it all. Just absolutely sensational. Um, so, yep, hashtag diversity. We love it. Um, well, just to show a complete uh, love of diversity as I head out of the program, I uh, had to pick this one today for two reasons. Uh, as I say, uh, hang in there, people. It could be a tough few weeks, but we will, I'm pretty confident, get one good result. And that's the bottom line because I'm going to go out today with the theme for Stone Cold Steve Austin because God knows we also need something good called summer. I'm getting a bit sick of this winter. And so it's SummerSlam on us. I think the pre-show starts 8am Australian Eastern tomorrow. Um, Yes, my phone might be off allegedly in someone's opinion. Um, But um, yeah, take it out today with Stone Cold. And that's the bottom line. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week.